Hi, um, it's Lindsay. I'm here to talk to you about my second blog, Your 20s Are Basically a Cult, and what the Sarah Lawrence documentary reminded me about college. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched this documentary, but it was really intense. Um, I really felt for the young people in this documentary who shared their stories. It was um, really hard to hear, and I'm glad that um, a lot of them are rebuilding their lives right now. Um, but it reminded me like watching it, I was kind of like, oh my gosh, how could this happen? How could any of this happen? And then I started thinking about just how hard that time of your life is. Um, and for me, it was really hard, you know, 18 to 40, um, <laughs> says with a laugh, like just, just growing up and finding your identity is such a struggle. And so it really, after I thought about it, like it, it's not a wonder that these, I want to keep wanting to say these kids, but they're not kids. These young people could um, fall under the spell of someone uh, like this insane character. Because it is just, just a time where you're like grasping for anything and you really want direction and you really want someone to tell you who you are because you don't know. Um so it really got me overthinking just your 20s and that really kind of what I say in the blog, that breakable time of your life. Um, so I wrote a little piece about it, um, reflecting on my own time too. So uh, Google define, <coughs> excuse me, Google defines cult as a relatively small group of people having religious beliefs or practices regarded by others as strange or sinister. Tell me your 20s didn't sound like a cult, and I'll tell you, you were doing it wrong. In all seriousness, last week I watched Stolen Youth, Inside the Cult at Sarah Lawrence. As a consumer of cult docs and podcasts, this one was hard to watch and devastating for the victims. I won't recap the whole documentary because this isn't a screen review. It's a reflection on that breakable time of our lives. During the piece, which you guys should watch, a group of young people at Sarah Lawrence come under the spell of one of the students' dads. During their decade with him, they are manipulated, sexually and physically abused, bullied and brainwashed into believing their families and loved ones are against them. Uh, it's thought-provoking, tragic, and I, my heart goes out to the survivors as they rebuild their lives today. Just a side note, the girl, it's one of the girl's dads, and I just, I feel so bad for um, the girl who grew up with this person, not only as an influence in her life for a few years in college, but actually as her father figure. I just, I can't imagine. Um, afterward, I found myself overthinking this tenuous period in our lives. The times when you detach from your parents but aren't yet an adult. Childhood relationships scatter with an exhale, an identity you wore like a favorite hoodie, phrase against the pressures of college life. In high school, you cement your identity through lab labels you layer one atop another. Class president, soccer star, funny guy in the back row. And in most cases, they disappear the second you graduate, like a message on vanish mode. You're not the center of anything. Everyone was the most likely to succeed and you're barely the president of your toothbrush. Here you are one among thousands, waiting to stand out with a little red solo cup at a party that looks like Coachella. You may be wondering, did you have a horrible college career? And B, were you in a cult? No, and not that I remember. In college, my roommate and I found a cat who we thought was a boy, so we named him Sir. Sir ended up female and pregnant, birthing a litter of kittens inside my coat closet, I'm mean, sorry, inside my closet and atop my shoes. I'm just saying college is kind of a mess. One day you are a normal girl with a tidy room and the next you have seven cats living inside your Doc Martens. It's weird, you're weird in college. We expect high school to be pimples and pitfall, pitfalls, but the mystique of college promises ivy-lined walkways and historic column buildings. 
This is where you make your best friends and create memories to last a lifetime. We demand Animal House, St. Elmo's Fire, or even the social network. Don't forget to create a billion dollar company on your way to Econ 101. The mass of college produces so much weight, it's a wonder we don't all run off and join a cult. I didn't go far for higher learning, three hours away with enough familiar faces to touch the warmth of home, but a seismic enough shift to feel unsteady on my feet. I barricaded inside my friend group to buttress the wall of new social interactions. I adopted rituals without ceremony. Drink, drink more, blackout, regret. I acted far from my personality and miles from my comfort zone as I worshiped the altars around me. I didn't find myself at college, I lost her. The girl who graduated didn't mirror the squeaky clean edition from high school. And here's the thing, I am that girl. I'd like to tell you I throw caution to the wind, but I don't even throw towels onto my floor. Like a famous anonymous program, what if the path to adulthood requires sequential steps? Maybe losing yourself is just part of the process. If you're never in the dark, how will you ever know the light? After college, you recalibrate. Shake off a persona you adopted without thought. Look for yourself outside of a vodka tonic, and a few years later, call your best friend and say, did we really have seven cats inside a 600-square-foot apartment? What were, th- what were we thinking? So each vlog and each chapter in the book ends with a section called Let's Overthink It, and it's just kind of some um, practical advice and sometimes some actual exercises that you're supposed to open, you know, open a notebook, get a pen and paper, and let's work through it. So for this one, the let's overthink it one says, lose the cliches. If you're at this time in your life or have a person you love heading there, lose the cliches. Don't feel pressure to make college the best years of your life or to find friends to connect with every Christmas. Enjoy this first flush of adulthood and take it slow. Many people my age look back and wish for a do-over with a clear head and fresh eyes to explore all the learning and opportunities available, to focus solely on the direction of your life. All of this doesn't need to be done with a central perk level friend group or an Instagram worthy lifestyle. This is the only time anyone is gonna ask you to really consider your likes, desires, and passion about a profession. So go deep on it. These four years aren't about fitting in. It's about finding the thing you want to do with your life and heading that direction. Overthinking too, enjoy a labelless existence. Right now, all you need to be is a college student. That's it, no other label required. Sure, you're no longer the soccer star or the class president or the captain of the field hockey team, but who cares? You're still you. Fumble around for what that means with no ties to past labels or anticipation of who you're supposed to be. There are a few times in our lives we are labelless. We are a mother, a wife, a husband, senior VP of tech corps. All you have to be is a college student, a curious, interested college student, ready to see what the world has to offer. So in the book, Overthinking in Your Underwear, and I'm sure on the blog we'll get into it, we talk a lot about labels. Um, We pick up labels that are good and bad throughout our life. Um, We might be like, oh, I was the funny one. I was the good one. Um, I was the dancer. All these things that are good labels, but we also pick up a file folder of negative notions. And those are the ones that we really need to overthink. Um, Things that like attached to us and really stick and we continue to believe them over and over again. So um, I really encourage people to um, make a list of their labels, their good labels and their bad labels and try to think about where did they come from and are they you and how can you shed those labels that you no longer want to own and carry around? And we do a lot of exercises through the book, the book to work out, to work that through that. And we reiterate it and we go over it over and over again and kind of ask, you know, what label are you telling yourself here? 
Um, so that was this blog and I hope you enjoyed it. The book is on Amazon, Overthinking in Your Underwear. Thanks.